a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today is another Just for Kids series episode of podcast. Today we're going to talk about thinking and teaching kids to think. So gather your kids around because this is an episode just for them. And please visit my website at MediaAngels.com and be sure uh, to sign up for our monthly planners at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. There you will get free planners every month on different character uh, qualities and they are filled with fun activities to do with your kids and they are totally free. Uh, You'll get an email each uh, month with a new planner and then also check out my books at MediaAngels.com. All right, well, maybe your kids think too much and maybe they don't think enough and we are going to go through a very simple Um, acronym and solution for thinking through problems. And so this will be super fun. All right, well, let's get started. Okay, kids, has your mom or dad or another adult ever said to you, what were you thinking? Or maybe they said, do you even think? Well, if they've said this, it's probably not a good thing. When we think, we use our minds to figure out a right or a wrong answer or to solve a problem. What happens when we solve a problem? Well, we come up with a solution. You do this every day in school. You solve math problems. You solve the answers at the end of a chapter. You solve a mystery if you're reading a novel. You pretty much solve things all the time. But solving a problem is only half of the answer because many times we don't think things through. What is going to happen if we make a specific decision? Sometimes we can use a what-if question to problem-solve. You know, this is something uh, to think ahead about. For example, well, if I do this, uh, this could possibly happen. But you can also apply it to the past because sometimes we look at the past and we feel guilty or we feel bad. One of the things you can do with the past is let it go, which is a good thing, but also learn from past mistakes. So what would you do differently? Okay, that's something that's important. 
Another way we think is by comparing and contrasting. And how do we do this? Well, we look at the information and come up with the things that are the same and different. Sometimes we do this by looking at different aspects or angles. For example, we might see something that we want to do, but realize that that may not be a good choice of decision. If there is a cake on the table and it has not been frosted yet, would it be good to just take a little sliver off the top? Because your mom will never know the difference, right? Um, If the cake is frosted, would you think about taking a slice of cake out? I mean, what if your mom planned to give it to somebody or it's supposed to be served for dinner? You're not going to do something that is obviously going to get you in trouble, right? But we can see things from different perspectives, and that depends on what the question is. And there are many questions that you go through when you're learning, and especially in this series of podcasts that's just for kids, because I ask you to think, and I ask you a lot of questions. And sometimes when you solve a problem, it's like a piece of a puzzle, and it makes sense at the end. When we're, we've got all these pieces and we have to begin at the very beginning of a puzzle, what do you do? Okay, so you dump out the box and you probably set the picture somewhere so you can see it, right? You've got a framework. And then what do you do? Most people look for the edges because the edges will give you that outside framework. So you're thinking through it. You're thinking through how to do it the easiest way. And many times we will do things like that, but other times we just don't even think. There's an acronym that we are going to use, and that is the word SODAS, and it's S-O-D-A-S. And it's an easy way to talk about problem solving because each letter stands for something different. So S is for the situation, O is for the options, D is for the disadvantages, A is for the advantages, and S is for the solutions. So we're going to use this method to go through a problem-solving activity, and we are going to use a dog covered in paint to figure out a solution. And yes, it gets better. This happened on your watch, and it's all your fault. Right? How did that happen? Well, if you're like many kids, you probably have had situations that were like this or maybe even worse. And it probably wasn't even your fault, right? Well, after this podcast, you're going to be an expert at figuring things out. So here's what I want you to do. On the website at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, Teaching Kids to Think, Episode 426, you can uh, go search for it on the website. There is a download for you. It's a PDF, and it's called Making Choices and Problem Solving. So you can... Download this and look at it. If you're not near a computer, this is what I want you to do. I want you to imagine this. Here's a scenario. You ready? Your mom and dad have been painting the rooms of the house and everything looks great. So they took the leftover paint and neatly put it in the corner of the garage, waiting for a chance to put it away. You have a Labrador and this dog is a handful He's only about a year old, and you're still working on training him. So let's give your dog a name. Let's call your dog Dakota. Your parents went out to buy more paint and asked you to keep an eye on the dog. Your sister is next door to a friend's house, and the twins went with your mom to the store. So you turn your back for one minute to get a book, 
so that you can take the dog out to the porch and sit and read your book and keep an eye on the dog. But guess what? When you look back, the dog is gone. And all of a sudden, you hear a horrible noise. It sounds like a band decided to play a song, mostly off-key, in the garage. In fact, it sounds like cymbals. But you know there's not a drum set in the garage, and least of all, no cymbals. All of this goes through your head in a split second as you wonder, what did the dog get into in the garage? So you go running out there, and you gasp. What do you see? There's your beautiful white lab covered in paint. And what's more, there's paint and dog tracks all over the floor. Yep. Dakota somehow managed to knock the cans over. And not only that, they spilled all over and they spilled on him as well. So let's stop here. You have this picture in your mind or you're looking at the picture on the screen of your computer or printed out and you've got to figure out a solution. So you can either do this, you can stop this audio now and work through the soda's solution on your own, or you can continue listening. So just for review, what is the soda's solution? S is for situation, O is for options, D is for disadvantages, A is for advantages, and S is for solutions. Let's begin. First of all, how do you feel? Are you upset? What should you do? These are the things that are going through your mind. And so many times when we have to make a decision and we have to think through things, we have emotions going on. And if we are not in control of our emotions, we're going to have a meltdown and not be able to figure a good solution out. So let's start with the S. S is for a situation. What is your first reaction when you see something like this? Maybe you need to tell your dog to sit and stay because you've been working on commands and they usually work. Maybe you feel like, hey, this is not my problem, but you still need to look at a solution and make a plan, and that means quick. A first reaction when you're upset is to yell at the dog, but what's going to happen if you do that? Did you say you're probably going to scare the dog and the dog's going to run away and or get more paint on everything? Probably right. So while you're upset and frustrated, you still have to look at the situation and you have a problem. The situation is there's a mess and it's on your watch and you need to clean it up. And yes, this is a very difficult case, but you can do it. So the second thing we're going to do is look at O for options. What are your options? These are your choices that you have. What are some of the things you can do to fix the problem right now? One thing you can do is break the problem up into chunks, especially if there's a huge problem for you to figure out. For example, what would you do first, second, and third? Just like your puzzle. You didn't just start trying to put the pieces together randomly. You made a plan. Well, even if the choice is easy, you've got to have a clean dog and clean up the paint, you still need to get to a solution and figure it out and figure out the best way to do this. If you have a group of people like brothers and sisters or even your parents or family, you can do this with them and figure out together what makes the most sense. What's really interesting is if you do this with a group of people, a lot of the answers will be different. So here's some of your options. One, put a leash on the dog, pull him through the paint and get him sprayed off outside. Two, pick up the paint and put the lids on so more paint doesn't spill out. 
Three, scream at the dog because that's going to make you feel better and get it off your chest. Four, call your parents and ask them what to do. Or call your sister next door and the neighbor and let them clean it up because, hey, you're just a kid. Or five, take a hose into the garage and just start spraying the mess. It's a mess anyway, so what's a little bit more water going to do? Okay, so some of these options are a little bit silly, but we are just going through some of these. So once you look at your options, what's the next question that you're going to ask? What am I going to do first? So out of this list, pull them out and look at them in order and cross out the things that are a definite no. And how do we do that? Well, we look at D for disadvantages and A for advantages. So a disadvantage is called a con, something that's not a good idea or a good option. An advantage is also called a pro. So it is a good idea or option. So we call these things pros and cons. Looking at your options, what are disadvantages and what are advantages? You can go through each of your options and look at the solution one through five and see that, first of all, screaming at a dog is a bad idea. So I would put that in the disadvantage column. Why is it a bad idea? Because a dog could knock off more paint and run away. Besides, screaming is never a good idea unless you're in trouble and need help. Calling your parents and getting help from your sister or neighbor is an advantage, but I'm not sure you have time for that or it's a good solution. And taking a hose and spraying the dog in paint is definitely a disadvantage because it will make more of a mess in your garage. If one of your options is to pull the dog by the collar through the paint, what might happen? If you said it could track paint all over the place and get paint on you, that would definitely be a disadvantage, but it might be the only choice you have. So A is for advantages. This is a pro, and we determine that putting a leash on the dog so we can contain the mess is a pro. And spray the dog off outside. Also, putting the lids on the paint cans is good as well, so that more paint does not spill. Getting help is an advantage, but you probably do not have enough time to do that. And so in the time it would take to call for help, you know, it's going to be more of a mess. So what do you do? Try to get the leash as quickly as you can or pull the dog out by the collar. So S is for solutions. What is your first solution going to be? The solution is figuring out the problem and it's looking for the answer. So the solution could be to take the first action and that would be either leash the dog or pull him by the collar because you've got to get him out of there. In this case, you might take him outside and then wash him off and dry him and then put him somewhere out of the way if he has a cage or maybe uh, a fenced in backyard someplace that the dog's not going to get in trouble. Then grab some trash bags and paper towels and place the lids on the can and clean up the mess. During this time, maybe that's when you can call for help. In fact, that might be number one on your list. In real life, you can look at a situation like this picture of the puller dog full of paint and paint cans around or something else where you can work through solutions with your family. If you practice this with different scenarios and you can make some up as well, like I made up the story about the dog, then you can calmly think through the situation so that if you do have a situation like this, you will be prepared. 
practicing really helps us to be prepared. Just like you practice your math and your reading and your spelling, you can practice thinking. Thinking is an important skill, and why is that? Because if you think through solutions, you will have a good idea of what you want to do, especially if you're in a time when you're stressed or upset, and it can help you think through things that are right and wrong. Many times, people who do not think can be led astray. People who do not think always say, well, what's the right answer, or I need the answer to that, or can you tell me what's right? You have to figure out what is right for yourself. Why is that? Because you can be lied to and taken advantage of by people outside of your family who know you don't think for yourself. But if you think for yourself, you can come up with your own ideas and solutions. You will be able to figure out if things are really right or wrong, and you won't be fooled. Well, thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Teaching Kids to Think. You can find the show notes for today's episode and the picture um, on Vintage Homeschool Moms, episode 426. Go check out my website at mediaangels.com and make sure you get that character planner. They're different every month. I did one on boldness, which is really a fun fun one to do with your um, with your family. So thank you so much. Take care. God bless. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.